You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions. But uh, rarely any facts. Impersonation might occur. But uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. It is I, DJ Impact, and we got here Sin City Steve, Matt Michaels, but uh, there's no Simon Street. Hmm. All right. Well, I think he's going to show up in the uh, other two segments we're going to record uh, after Wrestling Talk, so make sure you hang out with us tonight. As you know, a lot has been going on uh, this past week and even starting this week in pro wrestling. Um we're not uh, uh, oblivious to what happened if uh, you don't hear a lot of uh, talks and discussion in terms of Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt. We will have a special uh, podcast day that we were released at. But you lucky folks who are watching us right now, we are going to record that uh, that podcast later tonight. So uh, please feel free as we uh record all our shows tonight to jump back on and if you have any thoughts to also add that into the comment also all in was tonight uh we want to go ahead and talk about that you may hear some of that into the wrestling talk comments tonight but we're really going to discuss it in uh, in, uh, in the next uh, segment that we have or to say the next um live show that we're going to have so instead of our three count it's going to be all about all in all right so make sure you just uh you hang out with us on uh all three shows tonight and um yeah we should have a lot of fun if you're watching us live make sure you throw all your comments in the comment box twitch facebook live and youtube that's where you uh will see your post all right so with that let's get started with our four ways all right sin city steve man what highlights did you have for this past week well, I'll tell you, uh, you hit the nail right on the head. You know, most of my wrestling talk points revolving around AEW are going to be focused on Dynamite and Collision. Um, obviously, I don't want to uh, to spoil anything for anybody that hasn't quite seen the full show. Um, mm-hmm. So with that being said, this week on AEW programming, it was laser focused on the build to all in. Uh, we even got a couple of new matches that were uh, that were announced for the show. Mm-hmm. Um Jack Perry came out and gave a eulogy for the FTW titles. He was going to retire it on Dynamite. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, this was interrupted by uh, the returning hook. And excuse me, it was on Collision. Um, who uh, put him through a table, challenged him to a match at Wembley uh, to occur on the pre-show. Um, I really, really think, especially after this segment, Jack Perry needs to join the Don Callis family. He needs a mouthpiece. Uh, he he's not where he needs to be as a heel on the mic. Um, he, he needs to shut his mouthpiece. Apparently. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, and and that was actually what I was about ready to get into. Also, um, the ensuing match with Hook um, 
Long story short, the two were brawling on, on the top of a car, and Jack Perry slaps the windshield, uh, looking right into the camera, saying, you see that? Real glass. Go cry me a river. Alluding to CM Punk calling Perry out for wanting to use real glass in an angle. And, uh, yeah, something happened backstage uh, after the pre-show, but before they went live on the main show. And Perry was promptly removed from the stadium. So, yeah. I mean, could there possibly have been some sort of camera back there that we could have seen that action? Now, that's what I want to watch. That's Strange. What uh, we'll, we'll see what happened. I know that uh, in the media scrum after All In, Tony Khan said that he wouldn't comment any further because they're doing and it, they're going to be investigating it. But, yeah, I mean, literally, brawl out and brawl in. Okay, awesome. Great. Um, anyway, um, elsewhere, we also found out the final lineup for the stadium stampede match, uh, which uh, John Moxley ended up wrestling and uh, put Ray Phoenix to sleep on Dynamite. Uh, the BCC then injured Ray Phoenix, uh, who, as a shoot, was unable to make travel to Wembley. So he was removed from the match. Uh, this was something that was known about for quite a long time in advance. So this was something that was in the plans to begin with. Um, on collision, Orange Cassidy teamed with Penta and Eddie Kingston to face Butcher Blade and, K and Kip Sabian. Come on, you guys know who won, and it wasn't the second team I mentioned. Um, <laughs> after that, we found out that uh, it would actually be the returning Mike Santana and Ortiz, who is still evidently without a first name. Uh, these two matches were all right. They uh, they served the purpose to fill a gap in storyline and you know build to the big show, which was all in. Yeah. So, wow. All right, Matt Michaels, uh, what you got, man? I'm glad I deleted those. Um, so anyway, <laughs> and Mike, uh, you know Mike saying Mike, Mike, hey. <laughs> Hey, I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. It's not exactly a fearsome name. No offense to any Mike's watching, but. <laughs> oh God. That's so fun. Um, yeah. Boy, uh, this week uh, we got to see um, a lot on NXT for their heat wave. Uh, special or i don't even know what to call those uh they're themed events i guess um dragonov versus trick was a beautiful way to open a show mm -hmm. um you know again we, we kind of uh we have a little special here talking about uh, uh workers come labor day and um dragonov's name comes up uh, and uh, he proved it again. Uh, he made Trick look like a million fucking bucks, uh, which is exactly what they need to do because it looks like uh, Trick and Mello will eventually be wrestling for the title. Uh, it looks like they're kind of setting that up a little bit, very, very trickily and slowly. Trickily. Um, then uh, Dar versus Frazier for the cup. Uh, you know. <laughs> It, it's been Dar saying that it's his cup the whole time. It's not a fake one, et cetera, et cetera. They finally had 
the match that went six rounds, it was a very solid match. Um, and I'm not a big fan of, uh, of Dar. Uh, I just don't find that they've developed him enough character-wise yet. Um, so we'll see. He apparently does not have to defend the cup for another, I think they said six weeks. So yeah, maybe there'll be some character development during that time. Yeah. Uh, we got Dom and mommy. Uh, what a tag team, uh, <laughs> versus Lyra and dragon Lee. Uh, and, uh, on raw, we saw the returning, uh, Raquel Gonzalez who, uh, actually came down in NXT and interfered in that match, uh, you know, to give uh, Dom a distraction then and get pinned for the loss in that match. Uh, Braun, uh, Von, Von versus Baron was them beating the shit out of each other for a couple minutes outside the ring, and then Braun Breaker came out of nowhere and nailed Von with a spear when he was about to put Baron through a table. That was pretty nice. Uh, you had Sammy KO and Cody versus Judgment Day on Raw. Um, and Wesley versus Carmelo was fantastic for for those two guys. Man, it just shows what you're going to see in the future uh, in the WWE with guys who are that size and are going to be championship guys. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely agree with that, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, that time. It's time to move on up. Uh, all right. Let's get right into the two sweet for the week. All right. Back to you, uh, Sin City. What do you got, man? All right. Two sweet of the week. Uh, Renee Paquette had separate sit-down interviews with MJF and Adam Cole. Um, on uh, on Dynamite, and you know these continue to be. These guys continue to be just awesome. Uh, in nearly every segment that they're involved in, they keep your attention. Um, and whether they're together or separate, uh, MJF sit down felt more subdued, confident. You know, as he continues to slide into baby face them, whereas Adam Cole, on the other hand, almost felt nervous and jittery. Um, mm -hmm. He was on edge, and that was definitely on display as he was loud and boisterous throughout his interview. Uh, promo work that these guys have done have just been off the charts. Um, so, so good. Um, elsewhere, the contract signing and subsequent promo battle involving Don Callis, Will Ospreay, and Chris Jericho on Dynamite was great. Uh, admittedly, I was a bit disappointed mm -hmm. uh, when I heard these guys were going to be paired off together for All In, but this segment and everyone involved was straight fire. Um, it, it gave American audiences a taste of Osprey uh, on the mic and adds a layer to his personality. Um, Callis is just amazing on the mic and can generate just so much heat. It's unbelievable. Uh, the guy is so underrated in what he can do. So whatever storyline he's involved in is almost always must see. So yeah. too sweet to those guys. And then lastly, there was an eight-man tag match on Collision. Normally, I dread eight-man multi-eight. Uh, eight-man or ten-man multi-man multi, multi -man tag matches. Um, they tend to be clunky, um, just not good TV. Yeah. This one was that to some extent, but it it did a great job in showcasing everyone who is going to be featured on All In. 
So they built the people that were going to be on the show, gave them a little bit more of a shine, which is what they needed to do. Um, and, you know, it, 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 it segued perfectly into the biggest pay-per-view in the history of all elite wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Matt Michaels. Uh, it's, you know, a shame that um, over the years, the WWE has had to have these uh, tribute shows, um, you know, where someone passes away and they, uh, you know, are running that week. Um, I think that they've become uh, by far some of the most memorable shows, uh, mostly because for all the character that you see for, you know, week after week, uh, it's a time where you get a chance to actually see the human emotion uh, along with um, you know, these performers that, that goes with them. So uh, SmackDown in itself was just um, something else to, to see. Uh, a day. <laughs> like, they put that shit together in a day. And that's remarkable. Um, you got still not only a great tribute to Bray Wyatt from L.A. Knight, but then you get an L.A. Knight Finn Balor match, which... You know, you can't ask for much more uh, when you're hooting and hollering about L.A. Knight not getting opportunities, etc. Yeah. Um, you know, Cody Rhodes, great promo on Terry Funk um, and uh, some, you know, some decent wrestling. Uh, Waller looked great against Mysterio. Um, yeah. And uh, you just you, you can't put it past the um, the rocking chair. Uh, alone in the spotlight and uh, the uh, lantern by itself at the end of the show. So they did, um, you know, they did a hell of a job. Yeah, uh, they did. Um, you know, not exactly knowing what to expect from that uh, that that show, and um, <laughs> they um, they they did a good job, man. And, uh, all over, so yeah, and and, and, uh, and and I love everyone's just chiming in with the yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. All right, let's see if we have any. Uh, I'm sure there's not uh, too many WTF. What just sensitive Steel look like you're shaking, like, yeah, there are some things. All right, well, let's get right to it. <laughs> All right, Sin City, man. What WTFs you got for the week? <sighs> you know how they did that angle a few weeks back where A.R. Fox turned heel on Darby Allen and then uh. proceeded to show up at Nick Wayne's house with Swerve Strickland. They left Wayne lying in a pool of his own blood. You know, fast forward a couple of weeks, and we have Swerve Strickland and A.R. Fox versus Darby Allen and Nick Wayne on Dynamite. After Darby and Nick win the match, Swerve fires A.R. Fox from the Mogul Embassy. Brian Cage comes out, leaves him lying. And uh, Swerve just so happened to have a contingency plan in the event that they lost the match. That contingency plan just so happened to be Christian Cage. 
that ended up working out. But what the fuck is this shotgun booking? Um, I'll, 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 I'll tell you exactly what it is. There are ways to do this and ways to not do this. If reports are accurate, and again, what the fuck do I know? I'm just a mark with a microphone. But the fact is, Ray Phoenix made things known that he would not be able to make the trip to Wembley. AR Fox did not. So it was a late notice that, hey, I can't make travel to Wembley. So you're basically going to just need to undo all of the booking that you've done the last few weeks. Yeah, great. Thanks. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? Literally. Um, and, you know, I'm also I'm OK with a squash match, maybe two on a two hour show collision this week. We had three. We had three in a row, three in a row. Big Bill, Willow Nightingale and Keith Lee were all featured, which I'm good with them being featured on the show. OK, yeah. but do we have to have three squash matches one after another? This episode of Collision really lagged in the middle, something that they've done a really good job of avoiding so far. But yeah, I get it that it was a taped episode because obviously this episode originated from Georgia. Um, they had to, to shoot it before everybody flew into, into London. I get it, but still, damn. And then it, just to echo the, the first prompt, Jack Perry, Jack Perry. Why in the absolute hell would you want or have to use real glass when fake glass looks just as good and can be very easily gimmicked so that you don't, I don't know, slice the fuck out of yourself and die? Right. What the fuck? <laughs> I think Jack got something to prove, man. Let him prove it. Even if it comes. I can't believe, I can't believe that I just agreed with CM Punk, too. What's wrong with me? That is true, man. Things aren't things aren't looking right when you're doing that. All right, Matt Michaels, what do you you got any? You, come on, man. Any WTS from you? Well, first, I, I will never agree with CM Punk. So I think Jack was right. He should have gone through the glass. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, uh, you know, uh, you're absolutely. Ar Fox is the dumbest motherfucker on the planet period uh, you've just been put in a show that has you in front of the most people that you've probably been in front of if you added up all the people you've been in front of your whole career <laughs> and put them in one place okay so and now, and so the only question is is it a felony did he have some kind of legal issue where he couldn't go and was he holding that back because <laughs> you know what are you going to say to a company that all of a sudden brings you in and now pushes you? Yeah. And now I can't go overseas. Something's and wrong. Put you, and put you in that type of a match too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so something doesn't add up. I think that there's more to the story that we don't know, but apparently, you know, Tony Khan won't talk about it because <laughs> he's got to have investigations on everything in his show now, apparently. <laughs> hey man, tis the season. <laughs> Oh, man. back uh, to school back to investigation yeah, yeah. well the only question is they're in london so is it sherlock and watson doing the investigation <laughs> well, scotland yard 221 b baker street baby yeah. oh my god um and um you know 
in watching uh, Raw, uh, one of the things that I've noticed that she's a Hall of Famer, and True Stratus will always be someone that is, uh, you know, respected and put on some great matches and had some memorable moments. But the one thing that Trish has never been great at is cutting a promo that's longer than she's good at doing um, interacting segments, you know, where it's just kind of back and forth dialogue. But when she's given a mic and she goes on, it was brutal. It was like, Trish, you just keep saying kind of the same thing. And it's just droning boring. And uh, it's amazing that you could have that career, that much talent. And yet it shows how hard it is to actually cut live promos and maintain the focus, hit the point, do it quickly, um, because that was all over the place. Um, and props, Becky, Becky Lynch, of course, was in that segment, but props to Becky Lynch, uh, and Tiffany Stratton for Stratton calling (laughs) Becky Lynch an ex NXT champion. And then them picking up on that on Twitter for the purpose of putting it out there, uh, quickly through Becky, uh, through her Twitter that she was never an NXT champion and, Tiffany addressing it in a backstage segment right away. It it just is the beautiful blur between is it a shoot or is it a work? Mm-hmm. And, you know, are we going to see Becky Lynch potentially wrestle Tiffany Stratton? If we do, that says a lot about what they think about Stratton. Right. Yeah. I want to see it. Sign me up. Let's go. <laughs> I'm with it. Uh, all right, you just, you just saw the queen bee, man. You know, you don't need any more. You you got all the woman in your life right there, right there. Um, one hell of a show, I tell you that. And and night two is going on like right now. So what can you do? Well, you you got to get to Ubering then, right? So we <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> all right, here's the lookout. All right. Sin City Steve, what are you looking out for? Well, I will tell you, DJ Impact. I'm so glad that you asked. I am looking forward and looking out for all out. Uh, They've already announced a few matches, and they made use of the uh, the all-in media scrum to make more match announcements. Um, so they've already announced Miro versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, at the scrum, they did announce Kanosuke Takeshita versus Kenny Omega. Uh, we already knew Darby Allen versus Luchasaurus for the TNT title. Ruby Soho versus Statlander for the TBS title. And uh, they did make mention that this Wednesday on Dynamite, it's going to be Penta versus John Moxley. And the winner of that match will go on to face Orange Cassidy for the international title at All Out. Um, yeah, no spoilers whatsoever, but All In was a great show. I'm hoping that they can reach near the success that they did uh, one week from now. Um, and then uh, also, they did announce that AEW would be expanding its pay-per-view calendar and adding AEW Wrestle Dream. It's going to be taking place October 1st. I know. 
October 1st at the Climate Pledge Arena. Uh, Tony Khan did mention that he was doing it in part to commemorate the memory of Antonio Inoki. So New Japan talent will be prominently featured on the show. Um, obviously, if you haven't picked it up by now, I'm all for collaboration in the business. I think this has the potential to be a good show. I'm interested to see what the angle is going to be for the show, if it's going to be New Japan versus AEW um, or what they're going to do with that. But, yeah, uh, just enjoying the wrestling that's going on right now. We've got a lot Wrestle of Wrestle Dream. Wrestle Dream. Let me see. Welcome to Wrestle Dream. Nah, I don't have that. I don't have that ring. We'll keep working on it. We might, we might change it before it happens. You know, give us. A, I, I, I appreciate your attempt, though. <laughs> All right, uh, Mr. Matt Michaels, uh, uh, what are you looking out for? <laughs> the cocaine shipment to Tony's front door this Friday. Jesus oh, Christ! Boy. Wrestled dream. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> Yeah, it's like we're still continuing the, the continuing the WTF segment, but uh, I, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, you, you, you couldn't even like if it's going to be something with New Japan, you couldn't have even like had a like a fucking samurai's fucking brawl, you know? Like, just thought of something like now nah, Wrestle Dream, yeah, that's it. What the fuck, Tony. definitely thought of it on the fly. And well, just- on on something. <laughs> uh, uh, looking out for uh, Becky and Zoe in a Falls Count Anywhere match on Raw this week, uh, leading up to um, Becky and Trish in the cage at uh, the premium live event uh, next Saturday. So that mm-hmm. should be interesting. Uh, Shinsuke versus Seth at that event. Um, I think it's Clash of Champions, isn't it, or whatever the hell. Night of Champions, whatever they call it. Um, that, you know what, Seth and, and Shinsuke, I think um, that very well could be one of the better matches of the year if yeah. uh, if they tell the story right. So uh, Shinsuke had a wonderful promo. To do stuff in Japanese and to put the uh, captions, we've been saying that for years, WWE needs to do that more. Yeah. And I think that, you know, finally realizing, hey, we can do that and our fans. Raw was one of the most interesting Raws because of the fact that you had Japanese and Spanish and uh, German all being spoken. So it's very interesting to see what they're doing. Uh, And uh, JC Jane, uh, given Thea some advice that people like us you know we we always bounce back so we might be seeing thea start uh, going heel which would be very interesting hmm. a heel thing. okay i can see that i can see that yeah no more cheerleader outfit you know All right Give her a little more a little more personality sure yeah all right let's get into our best in show Sensity, I'm assuming that uh, all of AEW just had to be trying to get to what happened tonight. So it was just all horrible shows. So you're going to give it to Raw or SmackDown for 
best show of the week, right? No, I'm not even going to kayfabe it. It's all in. <laughs> AW all in. Fuck that. Uh, I, 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 kept, I kept it out of all of the other major prompts. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I can't keep it out of this one. It was one of the better wrestling shows I've seen this entire year. And I know that there's a lot of hyperbole that happens when we discuss things that happen in this business. But this this was not recency bias. This was not that hyperbole. This mm-hmm. was this was actual actual result. Uh, they put on a show that was worth the eighty one thousand and thirty five that they had paid attendance for the show. Yeah. Um, it was it was a great show all in all. So if you can go check out All In. No doubt. All right, Matt Michaels, what was your best show for this week? Well, first, I think Steve just came up with a better name for a pay-per-view than Wrestle Dream. They just fucking call it Hyperbole. I think that's a great fucking name for <laughs> AEW Hyperbole. No, that's 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 the weekly show where they show the video packages. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> right. The vignettes and the promos. AEW yeah. Hyperbole. <laughs> And then, and then it's even more confusing. <laughs> like, I really don't understand anything now. Jesus. Uh, uh, you know, SmackDown, um, uh, again, it, it because of the fact that um, it, it paid tribute to, uh, to Legends. Uh, and isn't it sad that Bray Wyatt is now going to be considered... Um, a genius, a legend, but during his actual life, he was, you know, questioned for his, it's amazing how that happens. You know, it's like, uh, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable. So hindsight's always 2020. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Um, Yeah. I mean, that, that it just, it, it makes you it yeah it just makes you just appreciate more uh you know what kind of um what kind of dedication they have to not capitalize on the moment but actually give an actual tribute to the moment so right well thank you for summing that up Folks that are watching, we appreciate you hanging out with us tonight for Wrestling Talk. We have uh, more to get into, especially with next. We're going to talk more about uh, Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt. That's going to be our three count. So when we uh, go off of air here, make sure you are following us so you get the notification and you can jump back on. And... uh, and also, if you're not able to jump on and watch us live, you will get a chance to uh, to at least download the three count for Tuesday. So there's that. We also later on tonight will be uh, talking more about all in. We 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 definitely got to talk about that, giving everyone enough time to uh, to finish watching the show. Lots of things to talk about that uh, about that show. So uh, we want you to hang out with that. So just make sure you uh, you're standing by, and we will uh, we'll be right back. All right. So until then, thanks for hanging out, and happy wrestling dreams, everybody. <laughs> Wrestle dream. Oh God.
Bad Boys of Podcasting.